Welcome back to Kingdom Conversation. We have Seth, Lauren, and your host, Anna. Howdy. <laughs> um, we have Jen and John Baeza here with us to talk to them about their marriage. And um, so just, I guess you got, I already said your names, but go ahead, give us your name, ages, and uh, how long you guys have been married and together, I guess, total. Yeah, I'm, I'm Johnny. I'm 31 years old, and uh, we've been married for going on six years. In June, it'll be six years. <laughs> but we've been together for eight, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm Jen, and yeah, actually, this week is the first time we met in person eight years ago. Oh, wow. So it's oh, kind wow. of funny oh, timing. Yeah. That's a very weird coincidence. Yeah. Oh, and I'm, I'm 30. <laughs> okay, yeah. All right. Cool. So our first question. All right, so give a quick synopsis of like how or when you met, um, <laughs> like your first impressions, um, like who asked who out and what you did on your first date. So you want to tell your story and then I'll tell the real story? <laughs> oh, <laughs> they're very different. <laughs> well, we kind of got introduced through her best friend. I've known her best friend's husband for many years and then I met Becca and they showed me a picture of Jen. I was like, hey, <laughs> look at her. And then we, just, <laughs> we just kind of became friends through them, you know, just uh, we started talking and next thing you know, I was like, hey, she's a pretty cool girl. I guess I'll, call, I'll go meet her. <laughs> I'll fly up to Alaska. I was living in Arizona at the time, so I was coming down the escalator and then she was waiting for me at the airport and then she saw me and she's, her like eyes just like glimmered. So <laughs> 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 some backstory. <laughs> um, our church is a part of a fellowship you know there's lots of churches around the world and every six months um, our church we have like a big conference yeah. in Arizona um, where he's from he's actually at the main mother church and Nick and Becca had been going to conferences and met him and um, when Becca comes back she tells me that um, she's like so I kind of showed your picture to a few guys <laughs> and I guess a group of guys Johnny included were asking if there's any single girls in Alaska and uh, <laughs> so Becca was like as a matter of fact and showed them my picture and uh, so it just kind of ended there she showed me a few pictures of the guys that she, she showed my picture to and uh, it just kind of was there, I guess, of the knowledge of like, okay, some random guy saw my picture. And then he randomly befriended me on Facebook. So I guess you can say that we officially met through Facebook. Um, and then we just slowly started liking each other's posts and then started commenting. And then she was chasing me though. though. Oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then he randomly messaged me and then we just started talking. And um, yeah, it was a long distance relationship so that was hard at first but yeah, for a while, um, yeah. that's basically how we met I don't know I forget what all the question was <laughs> the, where we did we went to flat top oh our first date yeah so he flew in um which actually was a really bad timing of when he came um experienced uh, it wasn't we didn't know but there was a few deaths in my family and friends and stuff that just really was difficult for me and um, so he flew in, and that was all going on. So, of course, I just wasn't really, I guess you can say, in the mood for a relationship or whatever. But obviously he came and visited me, so we, we may do. Um, but then I was really active then, and I just loved the outdoors and loved Alaska, and I wanted him to see the beauty of Alaska. So I'm like, let's go to the fun top. <laughs> yeah, but, and I think we also went to Burrito King. 
Burrito King. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, classic. Yeah. yeah. Classic. For those that don't, don't know, Johnny's Mexican, so I had to show him what kind of Mexican food Alaska has to offer. <laughs> was it a disappointment? Uh, it, was, it, was, it was good. I, I liked like it, it. Okay. yeah, for the most part, yeah. <laughs> what, I, what I got was, you know. Yeah. For, right. a, for Alaska, it was great. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so, were there things that you had to heal from in order to pursue a serious relationship for you guys personally? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I know for me, like before any kind of serious like relationship, I was very like uh, goal driven, money driven. So I was like, that was my main focus for me at least. You know, I just want to make a lot of money being single. I had been in a previously serious relationship, and that ended up really bad. And uh, so after that, you know, I was like, you know what, I'm just gonna live my life, you know. And then started focusing on money and started, you know wanted to have all these things in life trying to advance my career and I kind of had a you know I was when I started pursuing a relationship with Jen I was like you know what I can't just be so focused on this you know I can't be like I guess that was I'm not trying to say that was like I don't know if I needed healing for that. I don't know but it was something that was consuming a lot of my time so I had to like yeah. shift that a little bit you know yeah, priorities need priority, to yeah my priorities needed to change need to grow Exactly. I'm the same boat with you there. I, yeah, I need to do a lot of growing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, for me, I didn't have any like previous relationships, but with all those deaths that happened in that six month span um, within my family and close friends, it I just wasn't ready yet. Because after that first visit with him, uh, he asked me to be his girlfriend, and I honestly told him no. Oh. <laughs> and it wasn't against him. <laughs> it was just that I was like, you know, this really hard stuff just happened, and I'm just. I knew, so for me, dating was something really serious and not something I took lightly, and it wasn't, I I didn't want to do him a disjustice if I wasn't actually ready to date somebody, so I was like, we could keep talking, but like, to actually be dating, like, I'm sorry, but right now, I just need some time to heal from all this stuff that happened in my life these last six months, so. We actually did kind of quit talking for a while, for a little, for a a little bit. Yeah, that, that was need, a little bit later yeah. on um, when I realized, okay, things are like starting to get really serious. Like, I just need to make sure that this is what God wants in our lives. And I needed some time to just not have the distraction of the excitement of, oh, hey, we're talking, we're cool, we're dating, or whatever. Yeah. Like, or actually, it was before we started actually dating. Before we started um, dating, yeah. I just I needed to have some space where we didn't talk and we took like a break, I guess you can call it, for a little while. Yeah. Um, just so that I could clear my mind because again I didn't want to pursue something that um, wasn't right for us like what God wanted for us and I wanted to make sure that he God was the center of our relationship yeah that's awesome that's that's really good actually. <laughs> so that kind of flows into our next question what boundaries and goals did you guys set up when when you decided that this was something you wanted to pursue yeah I know from the get-go I, what, well, it's yeah. easy because he was in Arizona. Yeah, when I was in Arizona. <laughs> I was in Alaska. So yeah, we did that for a year, right? And then, at first, least, yeah, because yeah, we started dating in June and I moved in June. Yeah. So I, yeah, we did long distance for a, for a year. Then I like you know but I just transferred would, up. He here. would come and visit like yeah. every two or three months. He would come and visit, um, and so we would only have like three or four days together at a time. Um, yeah. And we we set pretty strict standards on ourselves because yeah. we didn't want to compromise anything that either of us was comfortable with um and so just from the get-go we were just like okay we're not going to be anywhere private by ourselves like we're not going to go hang out at someone's house when no one's there and just it just be us yeah Um, we don't want to put ourselves in a situation where you know you might you know not that 
intent, that we were intending to, yeah, you <laughs> yeah. know, being human, being who yeah. we are, you know, the less temptation we could have put upon ourselves. Yeah, so the, there's the lots better. of like um, Starbucks dates where we just go in a coffee shop and we would just make, make our own dinner, bring it, and eat at Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> play a lot just of play, card games. Yeah, play card games until they stuff. shut down. <laughs> oh my god, nine o'clock. Mm. For some reason, they shut down at like yeah. Nine. So in what ways were you guys able to prepare yourselves for marriage? Like, what were some of the things that you guys wanted to work on in your dating relationship? Um, For me, I know that I really um, focused on my walk with God because I felt like if I didn't have a strong relationship with God single and by myself, it was going to be ten times harder in a relationship or married. and I wanted to establish that while I had, quote unquote, the time where I could dedicate completely everything to God. Because once you get married, you have, not that God is put on the shelf at all, <laughs> but that, you know, you're now committed to your husband and future kids and things like that. And I just knew that I needed to really establish a really good foundation with God. And so I just spent a lot of time in prayer and, and reading my Bible and just having that relationship with God grow. Yeah, I know for me, similar to that, but also, you know, there's a lot of good points Jen said that I also did. But also being a man, you know, be, you know, men, you have to be the provider and stuff like that too. I was trying to figure out a way, how could I, you know, if we were dating, like how can I provide, you know, how am I going to be able to provide? So I started making plans and change, changes in my spending habits and stuff like that because... It's very smart. Yeah, just, just so that we would be able to have a, a goal in life so that when we got married, we weren't like, oh, we're married. How do we do finances? How do we do, how do we do this? So, you know, and I even started talking with Jed and I was like, all right, so, you know, we were when we were engaged actually, we're like, all right, this is what we do. We can't afford to go out to eat anymore because we have a wedding coming up. So I know one Valentine's Day, <laughs> the first the first Valentine's we were engaged, we just like said, all right, no gifts. You know, we're not buying each other anything. <laughs> Tip, tip to the girls, don't ever tell a man to don't get you flowers for one Valentine's Day. <laughs> You'll never get them again. No, no. like flowers. No, because I know that Valentine's Day. That was just to save money. We, we, we yeah. said we weren't going to buy each other gifts, but we both thought the same thing. It was like, we can't buy each other gifts, we can make each other gifts. So I like, she made me cookies, mm-hmm. and I ended up making her like chocolate fla- uh, chocolate Dip strawberries. Chocolate, yeah, because yeah, I'm like, I'm like here you go. She's like, oh, so we had the same idea. It's like, the rules, you can't buy anything, but you can't make anything. Yeah. <laughs> we know it was cheap, something cheap, but we started like doing things like that. So we started making our own dinners and just put them in a little like Tupperware and just go to a Starbucks because it's a lot cheaper to do that than it is to go out to Olive Garden every single time mm-hmm. or to go out to, yeah. even fast food restaurants, you're still paying quite a few dollars oh, if yeah. you go out on a constant basis. So we just kind of started, you know, putting things in order because you know we're going to be living together we're going to be doing life together we got to figure out you know the people things that not that are important but you know money's important to, to survive yeah to eat and oh, stuff yeah. like that yeah make sure that's but, all uh, figured out before yeah exactly you get married. exactly yeah that was very smart. <laughs> priority for us yeah that's good all right all right so next question um how do you connect with god as a couple like praying together like bible studies it's changed over the years. Yeah. Um, lots of prayer together. Um, and it's going to sound bad, but lots of prayer together, especially early on before kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I, we were both working and so our schedules just lined up perfect where we could do devotions in the morning and pray and, and everything. Um, and then I'm a stay at home mom now and like just the kids and everything, it makes it harder to connect more so in that sense. 
but any chance we get, we always pray as a family or Every time, yeah. we do yeah. morning devotions together yeah. as a family. Awesome. Um, with the kids and get them involved too at a young age too. Mm-hmm. That way they, they can see that their parents actually, you know, want to be an example for them too. Right. And then also we did a youth Bible study um, for many years. and four that years. Yeah, four years. Yeah. Um, and that... Um, that really created a good opportunity for us to actually discuss things because we would he would go over his uh, Bible studies with me and I would give input and so that would that helps with a lot of like talking about godly things yeah. and, and different oh, yeah. different things like that or yeah yeah, yeah it was yeah it was fun <laughs> <laughs> that was a good time yeah. <laughs> Bible study time yeah. yeah okay so what are some potential problem areas in marriage that must be handled properly. Like, how can one avoid attacking the other person, you know, rather than the problem? Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, and I know for us, from the, just from the get-go, when we, when we were, like, dating and engaging, Mary, we talked about is, like, we have rule is we're not going to uh, talk down uh, mm-hmm. talk down each other okay. or, like, raise our voice towards each other because once you get your emotions involved in something, it's hard to try to... You, once you, you can't focus on the actual problem you're like yeah. it's like oh the this happens like you did that <laughs> you know and, and so once you get your emotions involved it's yeah it's really just like taking a step back and looking at the problem like let's just say some one of us did something that created a problem like it doesn't matter whose fault it is or whatever it's we're a team and that's something that he's always said is like we're a team and we're in this together and so you don't look at it as, oh, well, this is your fault, or this is you that did this, or me that did that. It's, let's do this together, let's like, tackle whatever it is, whether it's something that we did or something that just came in life. Um, we just always approach it as, like, we're a team, and yeah. we're doing this together. Yeah, I mean, we've had, I mean, we've had our ups and downs. I mean, 2020 for, 2021 for us was roller coaster of emotions, oh, yeah. you know, where you know I, we were trying to buy rental property the next that fell through and like next you know like the next month I find out I'm losing my job and like two months later well the next month we're like alright let's move to Arizona and then the next month after that it's like your dad's about to die and then yeah, wow. let's not move and then your dad pulled through and then I'm jobless and then <laughs> so I mean we just kind of yeah, we just um, tackle it together yeah cause, I mean like I said we're a team <laughs> Need yeah. jerseys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate that because I think a lot of people almost carry their single mindset into marriage and it's still the you and I, like you and I yeah. instead of we together. Yeah, the, we became one. So. Yeah. It's exactly. definitely something that gets stronger over time. Like you say I do at the altar, you're not immediately yeah. like yeah. cohesive like that. <laughs> like that's definitely something that you, it's like a melting pot. You just kind of like meld and make your own person I guess I don't know it's a weird way to say it but like <laughs> your own family your own yeah. unit like yeah, yeah. and it, it just gets stronger and stronger as time goes on and as long as you constantly remember to put the other person first mm. and not not so much worry about your own selfish selfishness yeah um that just gets stronger and stronger mm-hmm. and then and then you're not wanting to blame everything on your spouse or um, call them names or like just be respectful of them in all areas regardless of yeah. what's going on yeah. so this next question kind of has two parts to it the first part what are some eye-openers about your spouse that you've discovered since being married all right yeah I, I know for me you know so I'm like a big dreamer you know I've Jen from the get-go she knew is like 
I don't say it's like, yeah, one day I'm gonna do this. One day I'm gonna do this. And there'd be times like Jen would just look at me like, oh, okay. <laughs> okay, you know. I'm a very guarded, realist person that yeah, does so, not, exactly. did not dream. Yeah, so, so I know for me, like, I remember I'd come home with, you know, with Tell Jen and Lisa, she's like, I saw a video of climb Mount Everest. I'm gonna climb Mount Everest one day. You know, I was like, I'm gonna own a Porsche one day. I'm gonna, and I would like sit on my phone and like scroll and look at properties for sale, homes that I can't afford. I'm like, one day. That was me. And, and then, I'm over here like, why waste your brain power on yeah, that? So I, I know for me, when I first, you know, when we got married, I realized, I'm like, Jen's just not like that. You know, I'm like, and I would ask her, she, you know, I'm like, don't you have like dreams in life? So I mean, I know for me, it was like, yeah, that was eye opening. I'm like, don't you, don't you dream? Don't you ever, like, plan? Don't you ever, like, think of the one day I'm going to do this? She's like, no. <laughs> like, like, I don't know why. I just grew up. It's not necessarily good. It's just I grew up. I never even dreamed about my own wedding. Like, I wasn't that girl that dreamt about what I wanted, what dress I wanted, like, any of that stuff. The only thing I knew is I wanted to be married and be a mom. Like, that's the only thing that I dreamt about. Um, because in my mind, nothing else was attainable. And that I really was guarded. I was really... Um, down on myself I didn't think I was really capable of much and I just didn't think that way and that's actually one thing that's really great about him is he's helping me to become a dreamer um, and we dream together and it's yeah. actually a lot of fun yeah. <laughs> yeah. there's no opposites it's like you know yeah. you can say opposites attract you know it's, yeah. it's kind of which is it. yeah it's funny because we're so similar in so many areas mm -hmm. but that is definitely something that is different about us yeah. um, and then for me something about him I just gonna sound cheesy but like how patient and loving and kind he is like he he's amazing honestly he's, <laughs> he like I often like just like look at myself and I like look to him I'm like okay this is how I should be because like he teaches me how to what real love is and teaches me how to dream and all that stuff so that's so cute <laughs> Zappy. so part two what areas would you challenge yourself to grow in from like this point on Always communication is one thing for me. I'm an inward person. I keep things to myself. I just, if something bothers me or whatever, I just always keep it inside. Um, it's just, I don't know. I, it, we're actually kind of both like that, I think. We never really take things out on each other. We always just think to ourselves. Um, but I think it's really important as a married couple that you can communicate and and express like if you do have a need or just in life in general just talking about anything with them um it's just so communication for me is something that i always am striving to be better at and coming to him about everything yeah i'd say same with me you know communication especially now i mean my with my job that i currently have i can't really be on the phone i can't really do a lot of things so i'm gone for 12 hours a day you know working 12 hour shifts so every little moment that I get, you know, uh, with lunch break, 15 minute break, I'm always calling, you know, all the, my coworkers will be like, we're all, they're all having fun in the break room, but I'm, you know, I always make it a point to call, call Jen, call the kids, call, cause you know, I'm, I see them for, see you guys for like four hours in the morning, five hours in the morning, and that's, I won't see them until you guys are the following morning, cause I'm gone all day, you know, yeah. so it's, uh, you know, communication is something that, and flexibility yeah. because we have been through a lot of changes since COVID with schedules and like it's very easy especially as a mom with so I have we have an almost four-year-old and a 15-month-old um so we have littles and routine is like 
helps them to thrive. And so it's very easy to get stuck in your rut or your routine of like, this is what we do every day. We get up this, blah, 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 blah. And we've had to be very flexible with our schedule and rearranging like, okay, yeah, usually in the morning we do this, but this is the only time we have with dad right now. So let's focus on spending time as a family because that's important, you know, and like setting aside like even myself, like, okay, I'm going to wait to do the laundry or whatever so that we have time as a family or whatever, like just being really flexible and. Mm -hmm. Okay. So this question kind of goes back to what you were saying a little bit about, you know, your love for your husband. Um, But how would you describe the word love? Uh, I I heard it said one time that in the English language, there's only one word for love, which is love. When you go to like the Greek, there's different words for the word love. There's uh, agape love, which is, you know, uh, unconditional love. There is uh, eros love, which is romantic love. Storge, which I believe is like parental love know or protection protective love you know there's many different words for love and then so I mean when it comes to like love in a marriage um, and they were talking about how a marriage that relationship is the only relationship that you can have on earth that will ever be able to combine all those forms of love together because you know I love my kids unconditionally but there's some forms of, of love that I don't love my kids that way you know, it's just with my friends, just like with my family. It doesn't matter how close of a friend it is. You know, it will never complete the full term, the full words of the word love that a marriage can complete because it's the... And it's the only thing on earth that you can... Um, when we're talking about love in a marriage, I mean, because there is so many different avenues of the word love, um, but it's the only thing that shows God's love towards us. And it's... A great responsibility as Christians, as a Christian family, to portray the right, like be the example of the right kind of love um, and show the world like this is how God loves. And so it's a huge responsibility to make sure you love your spouse in the right way because it's also an example to those who don't believe of like this is how God can love. I mean, obviously, we're human, so take that aspect out of it. Like, obviously, we're going to fail and yeah. you know have our shortcomings, but. Um, I think it's a, a really big responsibility to show the world like what love, uh, what godly love can be. And marriage is definitely one way to do that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. If you could give five habits that make a good marriage, what would those be? Keep God first, the center of your relationship. That's definitely number one. Yeah, because I mean, marriage in itself, with having God on your side, there's still problems, there's still issues that come up. But like, going back to 2021 you know when her dad was in the hospital for was like a month or however long it was you know when we were going through all of me losing our job and we had we had God to rely on so not that it made those moments easy but they were definitely easier and we had God on our side I couldn't imagine trying to be have a marriage without having God on your side you know without being the him being the center relationship the one that you always look upon for for someone to or something you know for help and stuff like that so mm-hmm. having god be the head and like yeah yeah that's definitely like i said it's sure. marriage is hard with god yeah it's basically it would be basically impossible without it yeah you know so that's um respect yeah, respect respecting your spouse that's a i would say that's a huge thing also i mean i we've seen it many times and like like we said before um we've made a a vow, promise, have we, a bound, 
uh, whatever you want to say, we want to say it, that we weren't going to raise our voice at each other, we weren't going to yell at each other, and that shows, you know, we, doesn't mean we haven't had our disagreements, you know, we're, we're married, we've disagreed, you know, on certain aspects, but we talk about it, but I mean, I think there's nothing worse than having a wife or a husband berate their spouse in public. I mean, if they do it in public, if you do it in public, you're usually worse at in private than you are in public, you know? Yeah, that's true. So, I mean, I think having respect for your spouse is a huge thing. Cause I mean, I mean, it's... Yeah, we were at Costco one time yeah. and, you know, like, when you go to the store, you, like, unintentionally follow someone around everywhere. You're like, yeah. sorry, it's me again. Like, I'm yeah. probably someone stalking yeah. you. <laughs> but there is this couple that the wife was just, like, Oh my goodness, she was yelling at her husband and you this and this is because of you and like just going off uh, on him and we were just like, oh my gosh, this is really uncomfortable right now. And at one point Johnny and, and the guy locked eyes and he's like, help me. <laughs> <laughs> and as you could just see it on him, like he just felt worthless and I mean to have his wife just doing that to him like was just awful to see and yeah. we just kind of were like, sorry, we don't, we don't have to do, <laughs> you know? Um, so it's just, yeah, respect is huge. And with the respect is like when you get together with your friends to never like speak down on your spouse. Like if you get together with your girlfriends or whatever and you're like, oh, my husband this and my husband that. And can you believe my husband this or vice versa? If he gets with this guy, it's like he doesn't talk about me in a bad way. And it's just... It's just important to always have that respect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, another one I'd say would be your finances in order, keeping your finances in order. I mean, being smart with your money. yeah, being smart with your money. I know for for us, before we had kids, we were both working full time jobs. We were both making all, we were both making good money. So I mean, we could do whatever we wanted to do. Essentially, we were, we traveled a lot that first year of marriage. But then when we decided okay, we should start a, we want to start a family, I knew Jim wanted to be a stay-at-home mom, so we gotta like, alright, we gotta figure out, switch to a different plan, you're gonna go to one paycheck, we gotta, mm-hmm. you know, make sure we don't have this, we don't have any extra payments that we don't need, no no debt. We started so, living off of the one pay, one paycheck, even though I was still making money, just as like a practice, okay, so that it yeah. wasn't like shell shock when I stopped working. So we learned like, okay, like this is where, the adjustments we need to make in our life, things that we can cut out here and there, just so that we, knew that we could do it kind of thing so that we just didn't automatically like oh you're down to one income you know <laughs> yeah. and, and, and that played out last year I mean I was unemployed from October 15th to January 3rd so two and a half months wow. and in those two and a half months I mean we we had our fine we had no debt we had nothing no bills we didn't want any money to anyone so we were able to live the lifestyle that we've been living to you know it's going out to eat few times a month uh living the same way without having any stress we did a few things a few things to our house in those two months i was an employee two and a half months i was employed i went to a new trade school we paid for all that at the end of it i mean we came out with still with no debt and it was because we planned many years before in advance so i mean we had our finances in order and therefore when that time came that we needed to cash those checks that we've been saving there was no stress on our life. Yeah. And they say that money is one of the biggest fights that in marriage. You know, the stress of finance the finances. Divorce. Yeah. 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 So percent of marriages end in or the 
divorces are because of financial problems. Yeah, see, so exactly. Yeah. So that's a huge thing right there. I mean, just your so to talk in specifics with that, what we the goal we strive for was to have six months of savings, savings in our yeah, yeah. It was an emergency yeah. fund. If like the absolute worst happened, where he lost his job, I couldn't get a job. Our renters moved out. Like if the worst of the worst happened, mm-hmm. like we were good for at least six months. Yeah. Um, so that's like specifics. If anyone is looking for like a specific goal, with yeah, no, that's, that's awesome. And yeah, we needed two and a half months, and we like I said, we didn't have to cut. I mean, we could have cut back in our lifestyle. We could have to make our money last even longer because like yeah, stretch it a little. Yeah, bit stretch more. it further. Yeah. You know, we could instead of going out to eat, you know, three times. And we weren't a irresponsible month, you know. that time either. We just continued doing what we normally yeah, do. Just, you know? Yeah, and I was. I mean, the, Daddy was home for two months with the kids, <laughs> yeah. so I was at <laughs> home with the kids that. for hey. yeah, it's a little mini vacation. So yeah, yeah so that was, go. you know, and it worked out great. Yeah. So that's, and that was just you guys being good stewards of your money. Exactly. God's money, you know. Yes. That's, that's awesome. Yeah, exactly. It's a testimony to have. <laughs> so. When the troubles of life hit, you guys were fine. Like, yeah. You guys were good. That emergency was just an inconvenience at that exactly. point. Exactly. It wasn't yeah. an emergency. It was just an inconvenience. Exactly. I like that. I like that. So. Which yeah. is all a testament to God in our lives, honestly. It's yeah. nothing about us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Of course. Of course. All right. So last question. What kind of work makes a marriage successful? And share one thing that you've done in your marriage that has contributed to that success. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just kind of a lot there yeah um i guess basically what we've been saying this whole time um just respecting your spouse um putting them first um not that if you have something that you need to talk about that you shouldn't talk about it but do it in a respectful way um mm-hmm. putting god first obviously and that that is work like because you're gonna have all sorts of things attacking you in all areas and it's Satan is constantly trying to derail you and so that is work to keep God first to go to church to especially I mean when we shut down with COVID you know like I mean you still had to make sure that you were getting in the word daily that you were attending the live uh, services and stuff you know so I mean it's still a lot of work to do that Um, if like especially with kids like if you know we have any kind of disagreements um, we always caution to the more conservative approach. Like, let's say Johnny says, no, you can't do this, Emma, or whatever. And I'm like, well, she could do that, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but I don't, like, override him, especially in front of our kids. Um, I, we go with, like, the more conservative approach. And then if I have a, like, you know, I really don't think that's an issue. We'll talk about that later. And then we're like, okay, next time this comes, let's do it this way kind of thing. Because you can talk about situations and different things that come up um especially with kids but you're never gonna catch everything you know there's always going to be something that you've never talked about before and so i think it's important just to respect your spouse in that sense of like oh he said it first or it's a more conservative approach or whatever and so this is what we're gonna do and then afterwards we'll talk about it something else that unless it's dangerous like you know oh yeah you can jump off the cliff (laughs) no (laughs) something something else that probably would work it would you know work that you need in a relationship is I mean life is so busy you know life is yeah. like for us like I'm doing 50 to 55 to 60 hours a week on average right now so I don't have a lot of time but just a gentle touch every once in a while you know with your wife and that little extra time with your wife putting that work to you know show that you, she's appreciated that she's loved you know and I know I don't do it that much you know I because I get busy but from time to time you know you know, I just tell her, you know, hey, I love you. You know, I was making a point to tell her 
every time I end a phone call with her, I love you. You know, I've yet to ever end a phone call without I love you. Before I leave the house, I let her know, you know, I love you, kiss, hug, whatever it may be, because, I mean, that might be the last time you see or talk to your spouse, but I want her to know. So I make it a point to always let her know, hey, I love you, you know, and they always tell her, like, don't forget that I love you, you know, and then, so there's always that too, that kind of, that kind of work they have to put in to let your spouse know that she's appreciated, that she's loved, that she is yeah, that's really amazing because yeah. it's it's so easy to just live life and become roommates, so to speak. Yeah, you know, to yeah. just get in the daily routines and whatever. But especially right now, we have very little time to just ourselves right now, um, and so really making that time when you do have alone really intentional and put the phone away and yeah. you know oh, yeah. any yeah. other distractions except you know the kids no <laughs> no <laughs> like go to bed <laughs> no um just really setting that time aside and and focusing yeah focusing on your spouse it just yeah i mean every little time i can get to spend with them with jen with emma Wyatt, i try to make it a point you know at work sometimes like hey who wants to stay over and i'll look at the clock it's like 11 o'clock at night 11 30 i'm like Jen's probably still awake. He's like, I'll go home. He's like, I'd probably catch her. You know, she's still, she's still awake. I'd talk to her for another 30 minutes before she falls asleep. Cause about midnight is the time she falls asleep. So, you know, if I can catch her, you know, if I'm able to go to home and run at 11.30, I'm like, hey, I'll take that extra one hour of overtime. I'll eat it, you know, to go spend that time with my wife. Because, I mean, money's great and all, but at the same time, my wife's better than any money. Yeah. Yeah, my spouse, my, spouse. My, my family comes first. My wife, yeah. my kids, they're always they're gonna come first for anything. So, and there's times that you do have to make sacrifices, yes. and like you know, financially if you're strained or whatever. I mean, but the point is just to make that time for each other. Yeah, make it a point, especially with having kids. Like you need time away from the kids, yeah, or just you two, because before them it was you two, exactly. Yeah. And you have to be able to maintain that still, exactly. It's yeah, important. just do putting that work in just to. So let them know that they're appreciated, you yeah. know, whatever it may be. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're there's many ways I'm sure you can. Yeah, exactly. You, show you know, that. you yeah. might not be able to go out to go out to dinner with her. You can cook her breakfast. You know, you can oh, yeah. cook, bring her. I mean, coffee. I guess you can make him coffee. <laughs> <laughs> coffee. I don't hey, I'm care turning him. I don't care for coffee. Oh, you don't what? Oh, no, because he's getting there. I'm turning him. Yeah. <laughs> So you, you, can, you can do like things like that from time to time. Just let them know that they're appreciated, yeah. that your spouse appreciates that they It's like, you know what? Hey, I've had a pretty long day. My day kind of sucked today, but I love you. Yeah. you know? And there's seasons, like uh, there's been times that we kind of have like a saying like, hey, I am so sorry. I'm giving you my leftovers. It's kind of like hmm. there's not much left that I have to give. I've like expended like with the kids or the day or like him with work or school, like whatever. And it's like, We'll take a moment and we just voice it like I acknowledge that you're not getting all of me as much as you should be as much as I should be giving you and so we kind of have this thing where like I'm really sorry that I'm giving you my leftovers in this little period and it's just acknowledging like I, I understand that I'm not giving you everything I can give but right now I don't have much to give right now and it's just that communication again is just letting your spouse know like I still love you I still would like to you know, have this time with you and stuff. It's just, I don't have much to get right now. And then that, you know, quickly, hopefully will go away and then you can, you know, go on and yeah. love on your spouse and stuff. Yeah. All right. Well, we appreciate you guys and, and the thank you that you have. <laughs> Honestly, like growing up, I know speaking for Seth and I, we looked up to you guys and your testimony of when you guys were dating and then saw you guys get married. So that was <laughs> awesome. It was definitely 
encouraging for us just like having that exampleship of being like it can work and it can happen the right way mm -hmm. so thank you again for doing this with us and thank you it's an honor. <laughs> we will be with y'all next week Sweet.